0: Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Get It Whacked, the Macclesfield Cricket Club podcast. Over the coming weeks and months, we intend to go behind the scenes of MacCC and meet some of the players and characters at the club. Find out some of the things about them you never knew, or most likely never wanted to know, and above all, hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Macclesfield Cricket Club is grateful for the continued support of our various sponsors. Today's featured sponsor is PR Jones Jewellers. PR Jones Jewellers are very proud to be the main club sponsor. They have four shops across Cheshire East, two in Macclesfield, one in Knutsford and one in Nantwich. With over 50 years of experience, they are able to cater for all your needs, ranging from prestige jewellery, unbranded and branded watches, watch, clock and jewellery repairs, valuations and they have one of the finest selections of engagement and wedding rings across south manchester they are currently open for business online at www.prjonesjewellers.co.uk michael david and grieber jones would like to wish everyone the best in these difficult times without further ado i would like to introduce today's guest one could certainly run out of words to describe this man though most, it has to be said, are not fit for the air. Widely regarded as one of the foremost burglars of his generation, he has plied his craft, for want of a better description, around the cricket pitches of Cheshire, where, by all accounts, he has made an awful lot of friends along the way. Get your Stokey translation books at the ready. It's the pot-bonking Clayhead himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rob Porter. Ports, how are you? Sweet as peas, how are you, Ducky, all right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm all right mate i'm all right uh how's how's your day going terrible absolutely horrific oh uh, really why
1: oh, just all stuck in this covid19 mire driving me insane i'm just missing cricket. i'm ready to be outside
0: correct are you uh are you getting much done in the garden or are you, are you keeping solitude inside three
1: gardens are looking tremendous grandpas mums and our garden all look Spot on.
0: Fantastic. And uh, all joking aside, how, how are you uh, sort of adjusting to the, uh, the current lockdown situation? I've not strangled Brad yet,
1: but I've come <laughs> very close on many <laughs> occasions. But we're getting by. We're getting by.
0: So uh, just a bit of a, an unusual question here. It's not one that I think I've asked yet. How's the, uh, how's the homeschooling going? I, I take it you're a foremost educator of maths and English.
1: As you can well imagine, me being an educated, you know, a well-educated person. For me to take teaching on, no problem. Just <laughs> leave him to it completely. It's best I don't get involved with those kind of things.
0: I take it uh, he is, uh, for want of a better description, going absolutely feral somewhere, is he? Or
1: Downstairs.
0: Oh, I don't know what he's doing. He's down there doing something. I dread to think.
1: I dread to think.
0: Very good. And uh, how is the lovely Karen? Good, just coming
1: from work actually. She's done a shift on the emergency ward at the hospital, so you can imagine the stress levels on that.
0: Yeah, I think um, you know. I think it's fair to say, all all joking aside for a second, that uh, every, everyone appreciates the work that people like Karen are doing. So, what about me? Well, moving swiftly onwards, that that is a nice intro. Uh, do tell us what you do when you aren't playing cricket.
1: As little as possible for as long as possible. And for the previous nine years, I would say that there wasn't many who was going to better, that, they, you know, they're doing nothing than what I had.
0: Would you say that Dave Bostock has learned everything he knows about doing nothing from you? Thought him well. He's coming along nicely. He's now reaching the top. <laughs> Peak, Peak do nothing
1: Peak do-nothing. not. is, yeah. The roles have been somewhat reversed. Having, having me personally accepted a new job, Three weeks ago, I'm now having to work for a living. Disgusting.
0: And uh, are, are you at liberty to sort of tell us what, what you're doing in your new job?
1: Uh, same as I did before, but with a little work involved.
0: <laughs> and I, I, th- I think you, it's fair to say you work in sales, uh, sales management, that sort of thing. We do, yeah,
1: but for this company, supporting the oil rigs, petrochemical
0: refineries—nothing of any interest whatsoever. Well, I will, uh, I will take your, uh, your, your nice direction there and move swiftly away from that. Uh, let's talk about some cricket, Rob. That's that's what we're all here to, uh, to, to do. Uh, what would you say your earliest cricketing memories are? <sighs>
1: um, Schoolyard cricket, probably. So, middle school must have been. 10. 10 over 12, we used to play schoolyard cricket, and then we were just tennis balling, whacking around, and we played under 13s so at Sandyford Cricket Club, me and the, the close friends, and that was the first uh, integration to cricket, and so I remember turning up at Endon Cricket Club in my cream chinos and school <laughs> shirts. It was a beautiful sight. Kept wicket like a bloke with no eyes.
0: Absolutely village um, and uh, so that was your sort of um, earliest kind of formal uh, you know education in cricket shall we say um, were you receiving much coaching then or is it just a case of rocking up and getting whacked?
1: We we had coaching but not coaching like it is today the kids are very fortunate today with the coaching that they have is very detailed and in depth ours was a bloke stood at the end of the net letting you get on with it perhaps doing his best not to Oh, we have got to leave that there.
0: We'll, we'll move on
1: swiftly as <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm saying.
0: Excellent. A, a bit of uh, a, a bit of self-filtering is always good because it means I don't have to delete it afterwards. Um, so, where have you sort of plied your trade? Uh, as I said in the introduction, over the years, um, I, I know you. I know you just said a cricket club, then, but frankly, I couldn't understand what you were saying. So you'll have to repeat yeah. it.
1: Well, we're on a serious note, I would say it's possibly one of my biggest regrets that I'm a well-travelled seasoned cricketer. Having only played for Mac from 2008 onwards, so this would be my 12th season. Prior to that, you know, I played in the staffs leagues for probably a handful of clubs. And as I say, that doesn't do me proud particularly. I wished I'd found Mac 20 years ago because, you know, Mac's home for me. I think everybody knows that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do enjoy it. So uh, before you came to Mac, I think you had, uh, is it a few seasons with Congleton and then one with Nantwich? Is that right?
1: That's right, yeah. So one at Nantwich and I would suggest that was a little bit of square pair ground hole, not a working man's club. There was two members of the team who each had hair straighteners in the changing rooms. And I'm looking at that thinking, what the GF is that? So that didn't fit with me particularly well. Uh, And that was actually uh, the scene of turning up with a carrier bag, actually, in Twitch one uh, one game, which is a a story for another time.
0: My kit was in a carrier bag. Oh, dear. Marvellous, marvellous. That is very village. Um, now, can I can I ask you a, a very serious question? You're talking about um, these these two chaps with hair straighteners. Was one of them Jimmy Warrington?
1: No, two people that nobody would particularly know. Uh, <laughs>
0: you know Nobody'd want to know. Excellent. So, so just talk a talk a little bit about um, how you did. Uh, find mac i mean some people find god um you found mac uh yeah talk talk to us about that
1: i found them both i found macclesfield and then who stumbles along but the lord himself mr ben marsden what an absolute legend the lord himself praise to the macclesfield (laughs) praise to the macclesfield
0: i would love to get the lord on at some point um It would be ideal to have an officially holy podcast. But um, we're not talking about Ben Marsden right now. We're we're talking about you.
1: I was contacted. I'd played against Barney a couple of times and I played against Mac a couple of times for Congleton, as you said. And Mm -hmm. uh, at the time, I think it was touch and go, really. I think it probably set in my heart that having played that season at which I was ready to retire. It just wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy it. uh, And I thought, This is naturally the time to perhaps finish. And then, you know, I'd I'd had a few discussions with Barney and Barney asked me if I'd like to come down to the club, have a look, have a discussion. 2008 onwards, 12 12 years ago, you know, took the stride to move to math. As I say, I wished I'd done it sooner. Not for Barney's sake, of course.
0: No, no, no. I mean, far be it from uh, us to give uh, Barney any plaudits. And and in fact, I I always knew there was a reason I didn't like Barney. And and actually, it turns out it's because uh, he brought you to the club. So it's all his his fault as far as I'm concerned. Um, No, joking aside, um, so obviously... A few conversations with Barney, um, and and you rocked up. Do you do you remember coming down and 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 having a look around and and a meeting? I did. Yes,
1: chat? yeah. We uh, we had a few winter nets, uh, mm-hmm. and I remember the first game that I turned up to we played at Neston away, mm-hmm. and a lot of the guys had seen in the winter nets, but I was still finding my uh, feet really. Um, Nathan Allen was the overseas pro, NADOG, the leg spinner. And, you know, we were getting on all right and whatnot. And we sat there in the changing rooms with 10 men. Five minutes before the start, Beavis strolls into the changing rooms. And Beavis hadn't been to one winter tonight. I thought, who's this guy? He's not even turned up on time for the start. Beavis had gone to somewhere completely different on the other side of the world, like Toth or something, <laughs> and rolled in and just slapped £10. Sorry about that. Went to the wrong ground. And, you know, it, it started from there. I think we won the game. I can't remember if we did, but it would have been a very competitive game, sure. Uh, no certain, certain Mr Hughes kept wickets. Mm-hmm. Bonnie Cutwill, Ian Tate, Nathan Allen... I think if Mr. Sowers
0: was about Ben Morrison, Tom Parfitts. a few familiar faces, a few familiars, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say one or two faces, very much for radio as well. Uh, but um, moving, moving faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other, what are, what are the sort of early Macclesfield memories? Can you, can you regale us with uh, anything from that season, perhaps?
1: Oh, not too much. Didn't perform particularly well. Uh mm-hmm. personally it's perhaps took I think I've always underachieved really, but uh you know, playing with Nathan, Nathan was a good guy. Uh and he was a leg spinner predominantly, but ended up probably getting a few more runs than he should have got his wickets really. Uh but we probably ended up mid table, but mid table was a success having the previous year. Gained uh, promotion, so it, it was a good year.
0: So, this was a sort of first year in a Prem that season,
1: yeah. For us, again, it, it was a season where the club had bounced to and from the first, uh, first division or, or premiership. But in 2008, actually, for the club, if I recall correctly, it's the year, or in fact, no, 2007 was the year when the first, seconds, and thirds were all table toppers, and we were the best club in the area. So yeah I followed that <laughs> fortunately. I was I was no played no part of that.
0: And and who was who was the captain in your uh, in your first season? Mr Courtbill for I think 3 years, 3 seasons. Excellent. And was he was he playing Cheshire at that time? No. He wasn't. Um I guess Sawaz wasn't No, at that stage no, no, wasn't no, he
1: was still too young. He was, he was yeah. a pup at university with uh, Mr Morrison. Yours was a seasoned pro, similar age to myself. Well, well travelled, a little lighter than myself.
0: Not. Uh, there we go. First, first shot fired. I was, I was waiting <laughs> to see how long it was going to be. Um, excellent. Well, I, I do want to just talk about your, your Macclesfield um, stats, if, if I may. Um, as you said, you've, you've been at the club uh, since. 2008 Um, and in that first season you played 10 games according to play cricket now overall your statistics uh, are as follows you've played 283 games uh, with 263 innings scoring 5568 runs um, with a high score of 108 and an average of 23.69 Average, average, <laughs> and an 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 okay uh, twenty three ducks. So I, I reckon that's you know some something to work on. You you could do better. You could have more. Um, oh, this is this is the bit I've not been looking forward to, Rob. This is the first time, and probably not the last time, we're going to be talking about your bowling. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. God. Oh god. Oh, here we go. You have bowled 1935.5 overs. Bowled um, is the loosest term possible. Correct. You've taken 360. Bolen burgled. <laughs> with, a, with a best bowling of seven for 26, and I really don't want to talk oh. about that. Um oh. You've, you've got f- 13 five wicket hauls, uh, an economy rate of 3.92, um, strike rate of 32, and an average of 21. Just tell me, for, for Craig's sake, who
1: is the leading wicket taker in the club? Just merely going off stats, because I'm unsure, Miles.
0: <laughs> I truly okay, am. right. Let's, let's have a look. Bowling statistics. Here we go wickets and all time. Oh, God, I think I know what the answer is going to be. Oh, OK. OK. Uh, it's not you, which is which is very good news.
1: First team cricketers we're talking about are not, are not on about Tony Moores stealing 12-year-old victims. Every
0: uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There will be an awful lot of very angry <laughs> people <laughs> if, you can, if you continue to badmouth Tony Moores.
1: <laughs> All right, Stevie Horrocks, that will be acceptable.
0: Yeah, that's fine. No, um, Craig Melrose has three hundred and eighty-seven wickets. Stephen Whittingham, the general, has three hundred and seventy-two, and you have three hundred and sixty. Now, if we uh, if we switch that to first team only, let's have a look. You do that, Miles forby Oh no, that is. Terrible. What have I done? You have (laughs) 339 first-team wickets. Ian Tate is in a very close second with 327. How many did Craig get? 278. Well tried. That being said, uh, he has a better best bowling than you. He has more five-wicket hauls. He has a better economy rate, and he does have a better average. It's not all about the averages, is it? (laughs) It's all about
1: how many wickets you get.
0: It is, and and God knows you get them. I don't know how, but you do. So that's that's your your stats now there are there are a couple of games that I, I want to talk about with you the the first uh, is the game in which um, I believe you got your your highest score. So this is uh, from a wee while ago, this is um, 14th of August 2010, um, Macclesfield first team versus Cheadle Hume first team. and this was uh, Mac playing in div 1 at the time, not the Prem. Cheadle Hume won the toss and elected to field. Um, Danny Chupan. Yeah. Robbie Keane and, and Ben Morrison opened the batting. and got us off to a, a decent start with the looks of things. Uh, the Lord uh, got himself... Uh, oh, what am I talking ben about? Morrison ben Morrison is not the Lord. I, I do apologise. Ben Morrison, I cannot read. Ben Ben Marsden was definitely not playing. Ben Morrison opened the batting with, with uh, Rob Keane.
1: Let me just say as well, in 2010, it was a dirty, very dirty Ben Morrison
0: was it was he um was he really hanging oh like you would not believe uh, Tom Tom Parfit was was captain of this uh, merry band of men, and, and him and Han Shock LBW Tom Parfit. Yeah, uh, him and Called sowers did, didn't have a great day at the office. Both uh, registering single figure store scores. Yourself uh, coming in at number five. I assume you must have you must have batted with with BMO for a bit there.
1: Stinky Bemo, yeah, yeah. Stinky good partnership. I don't know what the figures were, but yeah, a be, I bet it would have been certainly a hundred. You would expect.
0: Yeah, do you do you remember much about uh, much of that innings? Needless to say, as I said, it's your, your top score of one hundred and eight.
1: <sighs> not not much. I can only imagine that I would have had a load of abuse from you and because he was horrible. He was a horrible person. But uh, no, I do remember it actually, and I remember it because it turned into an absolute circus upon achieving said milestone or what was thought of milestone was a ripple of applause and a lift of the back to find out actually it was ninety-eight. It's like, oh that's a bit village. And then for the remainder of the game there was the uncertainty of whether actually I made a ton or not. And we celebrated again a second hundred, which turned out to be a hundred and eight. So as ever it remained very village.
0: Excellent. So uh yeah you've you've had a big day out. Um can can we put a, a rough figure on on the amount of runs that you've scored whilst sweeping in that innings?
1: <sighs> oh, you and McRae, how many overs did he bowl? Nineteen. So I'd probably suggest that fifty percent was a sweep of some form.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, needless to say, you got yourself a hundred that that day uh, uh, twice <laughs> by all accounts. And then um Hume were bundled out for 159 in 39.3 overs. Mac winning the game. I'm loath to do this, but I better just have a look at the uh, the bowling efforts. Uh, Ian Tate and Tom Barron opening the bowling. Three for Tatey. Four, four. four for. Uh, four for Craig. And uh, and pleasingly, I'm I'm really glad that I looked this up. Robert Porter, three overs, one maiden.
1: Yeah, you. I had to get that important wicket though. Dan Chupin could have won that game until I came on to ball.
0: Right, talk talk us through this wicket, come on. I don't
1: think I've got anything. Uh, Dan Chupin, overseas, decent player. Absolutely one of the best batsmen you've ever, ever played against. Almost played for Australia creaming everybody else around i come on second ball double bounce yorker (laughs) bold. that might strictly not be true but there you go
0: no i i feel like there's a bit of bostock embellishment going on there um but needless to say, I must point out that you did go at eight point three runs and over. So uh, well, well tried. You're boring me. <laughs> it's, it's been said before uh, by a lot of people. I'm sure it'll be said again. Um, now I'm moving on to uh, to to another game um, that I am going to have to talk about your bowling in this game. So this is from a, a bit more recently, uh, the seventeenth of September two thousand and sixteen, and this is a, a time when when Mac were back in the in in the prem. Um, fighting for uh well to to not get relegated last game of the season and we were playing nantwich um were you captain you must have been captain this game were you
1: yeah what what year was that Miles?
0: 2016 in
1: that year if i recall correctly we had 11 games affected by rain yes and eight were cancelled from rain
0: it was a shocking year for the weather moist. Yeah. We, we had, um, you won't have heard this yet, but we, we had uh, Nick Burtis on, on the podcast uh, a few episodes before you. um, And he, he mentioned this game um, in passing um, as, as you probably will have now heard this because I recorded this before I recorded you, but it's not been out. And that whole thing is doing my head in at the moment. Getting my chronology right, Ports, is, is, is hard. But he did talk about this game, uh, which, uh, which, which a few people now will have heard. Um, and, and he, uh, well, I, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but n- needless to say, um, Mac uh, sorry, Nantwich won the toss and, and elected to field. We had to win.
1: We had to win to stay off. We were both on equal points. And you know the team that won in essence stayed up, and and for me personally, it, it stands out as one of probably my best games. Um, I was, I felt so much pressure in the build up to the game. I was worried about the club, the position of the club. We were going to get relegated. I felt massive pressure, and then going into the game, you know, the the minute that the game started. I was all right with that, you know. the The game was on; it was, you know, it was just the challenge. Once you're you're up and running, but the worry beforehand was immense. Mm-hmm. But it it really does stand out in my mind as one of the, the best games I've ever played in. You know, and hasten to say is regrettably, the result didn't go for us, and we were relegated, but. Tell you what, we fought
0: that day. Absolutely. Well, well, Mac um, obviously batted first and and uh, and helped themselves to two hundred for eight or fifty five overs. Um, I I assume obviously the 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 season it had been it was wasn't exactly a road. Um, had there been much weather around at the time or? Uh,
1: yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't think particularly. I mean, that day it was dry, but it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a road. An end of season road, like what you would expect. It'd have been a challenge, which wouldn't have been easy. They've got Jimmy Warrington, who gets 60 wickets every year for a living. They've got Louis Cameron, the overseas opening scene bowler. You know, Ollie Griffiths bowling his 17, 17 overs for for nothing. He's, you know, his left arm darts. They've got, they've got a decent attack, to be fair. And, you know, I think that team actually went on to win the league the following year with the addition of a different overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at the they got Ryan Brown as well. they got
0: a decent team. Credit where it was due. Well, I mean, it must have been a tricky day just looking at the Mac cards. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody, with the exception of of, of Craig, got, got a start. Um, mm. You know, uh, John Birchall and, and and Ben Marsden opened the batting, Birchley 35, um, Ben 16. Bert got 20, got out. Uh, Parf was run out for 27. Yourself got 23. Um, uh Bold louis cameron uh caught steve rimmer um yeah baz got a start as well Bold jimmy warrington crossy Mm. 32 not out um and and harlan 24 at the end so you know like you say against that that bowling attack jimmy warrington louis cameron ollie griffiths all we were
1: over the moon you know to to post 200 the max max approach has changed over the years but if if Mac posted one seventy, you, you were in with a game and you know, for us to post two hundred. I mean, looking at the scorecard there, how that panned out, you know, we'd always fight and scrape for every run and try and get the game to be in position to the last time the last ten overs where Cross, Melrose, and whoever else can swing from the hips, and that's, you know, pretty much how it played out. Crossy thirty two off twenty six, Haaland twenty four off not many. Um but I don't know how that happened. Got no eyes, but there you go. But yeah, to to post two hundred, I was happy with that.
0: Um and then uh then in reply, um obviously Louis Cameron uh opened the batting with, with Chris Simpson. I don't know too much about him, but uh Craig and, and and Birchie opened
1: Chris Simpson had the hair straighteners. Okay. One of the guys. He had this little mullet at the back that he had his straighteners for. Unbelievable seasons.
0: Well, um, needless to say, uh, you you did have an influence uh, from the from the bowling point of view. Um, uh, interesting that you brought yourself on second change. Sully snuck in ahead of you.
1: He did, and that was often the case. I, I think that Sully was probably a better bowler than I, so I'd always try and put him on first, but ensuring that I got the the right choice of ends, let's say. But I remember in this game that the seamers were doing reasonably well, and. We were up against it, if I remember, uh, 96, 96 for three it would have been. And I was thinking, oh, Christ, we're up against it here. Um, you know, Ryan Brown, who's a quality player, was on, 40 on. And I thought, this is my time, I'm going to have to come on. So I came on and Ryan Brown pulled the slowest straight break ever. And he come running down the pitch. And played a forward defensive halfway down the pitch, missed it, and crossy kicked the stumps or whatever he did, and that was his wicket. <laughs> and and then followed by, you know, I'm pretty good friends with Ray Doyle, who was their captain at the time. Oh, it was a glorious wicket, Ray Doyle. Another floaty straight break, possibly turning into a bit of a long hop, swung <laughs> from the hip, top edge straight up to gully. it was a a glorious wicket,
0: right up the chimney why on earth do you think both of those two chaps uh you come on to bowl and they want to get straight down the pitch and and whack you to the moon what what do you think it is that about your bowling that attracts this kind of disdainful approach
1: because it's auto drivel
0: (laughs) yet you have amassed uh, a a sizable amount of scalps Oh, it's the variations, Miles.
1: It's the variations. You know, right. I can talk you through my variations, which are finely tuned. The blow down, <laughs> the straight break, the arm ball, the double bounce yorker, the full toss, and the viciously spinning off break to finish. It's enough to get anybody out.
0: I still maintain that the, that you've never sp- spun a ball in your life, and and anything that, that turns from uh, from from off to leg is clearly hitting a rock... Or, or it's an act of God, or something. I don't know. Maybe it's the Lord looking down upon you. Um, but but yeah, I, I still don't think you've ever turned one. But anyway, that's uh, that's by the by. So you picked up a couple of wickets. Um, do, you, do you remember the tide turning slightly in in Max' favour? Or, or I do.
1: Yeah, we got into a phase of the game where we we got a glut of wickets all together, and mm-hmm. um, we were we were right in amongst it, probably getting them seven. Seven down, I think. Yeah, probably seven down, and they got a guy, Ben Johnson, who'd played a lot of twos crickets, and you always thought, you know, you were in with a chance of getting him. But Jimmy Warrington comes to the crease, and again, I'm pretty good friends with Jimmy Warrington. It ended up that uh, Jimmy Warrington ended up with 21 off 25. They drew the game, and, you know, they they saw him to be safe, unfortunately. But a little story about Jimmy Warrington. I was that good of friends with him that. He lived locally to me, so we drove to a Macclesfield-Nantwich game at Macclesfield when I was playing for Macclesfield. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> at the fines meeting at the end of the game, I was invited into the Nantwich dressing room where he duly received a fine for coming with the home opposition. He reward he was rewarded with a £10 fine for the day.
0: Wow. That's marvelous. Well, um... That is quite steep, um, even even by uh, by max standards. That's that's a pretty steep fine. Ten pound fine, yeah. Well, he yeah. deserves that
1: anyway for scraping them through. Now,
0: what what's also uh, worth pointing out is that not only was he fined ten pounds for the privilege, um, he also had to endure a car journey with you, which I can only imagine was numerous was... times, numerous times, <laughs> most enjoyable. I'm, I'm sure it was. So um, obviously since then, uh, Max kind of fortunes have, have, have kind of been uh, sort of up and down. Um, yo, yo, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, is, is there any kind of other key memories or anything you want to sort of talk about in the, in the time since then? Oh, the cup final. Cup final was something that I'll probably, you know, I'll never forget. Although well, again, he didn't go
1: to plan it wasn't just the cup final. It was everything that preceded the cup final, you know, getting to there. We played against a um, team from the Wirral, who I can't remember now. Um, but we drew them about four seasons from the bounce at home. And Johnny Birchall just absolutely teed off from ball one, hit about 70 and four balls, and we won that game. At a canter, Um, New Brighton it was. Uh, So, yeah, it was everything about getting to the game. And when I say getting to the game, even getting to the game and the team minibus was unbelievable. So we're travelling from Mac, uh, we get on the minibus, and uh, the Lord himself, Mr. Marston, is with us. Ben, bless us for the day. And he was good enough to recite something from uh, for the Bible from us, but uh, yeah, it didn't go to plan. And you know, it, it was still amazing to be part of a, a cup final team. It, it really was. I, I probably should have mentioned um, something going back, you know, to to that previous game, really, which was right or wrong there was a couple of things that happened prior to the game which i think uh, the, the stories now are um, well established but for the Nantwich game specifically because i felt all that pressure prior to the game i thought right i know i will address this we're going to go with a free mind so preceding the game we were all met in the changing rooms Five minutes before going on to the pitch, we um, we all um, took part in um, a quick drink. And that uh, became a bit of a tradition that um, <laughs> we all uh, took part in a, a shot of Jägerbomb before the state of the game. And um, I must admit, Ben Marsden wasn't impressed, the Lord. I'm going out to bat! I'm getting me drunk going out to bath. But anyway, we did it. We did it and then recited as well this, which I'll share with uh, with everybody. This was a, a version of the Lord's Prayer, tailored specifically for that game and before the game. Our father, cricket be the game. Your kingdom come, a win must be done. As it was against Nantwich early on. Give us this day our winning song. Forgive crosses chat as we deliver with the bat leaders not into Div 1, but to last day glory, the runs and the wickets. Amen.
0: That is absolutely outstanding. I've never heard that before.
1: Ah, you see, but yeah, but you know, going back to the shots before the game, Louis Cameron, so upon the overseas turning up uh, last year, which was Justin, Justin Galeotti, Justin Galeotti turns up and I met him at the airport. Ah, you're the geezer who made his team have shots, aren't you, before the game? It's like, how do you know about that? So uh, the stories are rife in Australia about, you know, Macclesfield Cricket Club having shots before, you know, a relegation battle. But anyway, but yeah, so yeah, the Nantwich game was a big one, the Cheshire Cup final, but there's loads of amazing stories, you know, the, the of memories of memories of Macclesfield, you know, Coat hangers in the changing rooms. Ben, Ben Morrison, I'd have to share where that went. Um, the old dressing rooms themselves. Oh, nostalgia! Stone trough showers. The the rusty pegs. The big table. The dirty toilet. The absolutely feral toilet, and the door wouldn't close. So you can imagine the likes of yours destroying that pre-game. Uh, fond memories of away days. Away days, we used to go on the minibus Sundays, but I remember one particular away day where, if I remember rightly, Tatey drove there and drove myself, Ben Morrison and Khalid Sawas. And on the way back, we thought we'll do the port challenge. Ports, you can drive the car, we'll do the port challenge. And the three of them, we stopped at the off-license across the road uh, from or oh, somewhere on the Wirral, I can't even remember where, and the three of them had a bottle of port, and the three of them had had the bottle of port drunk as we pulled into Wimslow. So they thought it was a good idea to get another bottle each, at which point, you know, the car's a bit of a mess. There'd been a lot of nakedness on the motorway and... Lots of things being shown to different female drivers and police. But having picked up the second bottle, we we set off. And as we set off from Wimslow, a certain police car had noted some lucid behaviour and followed us for a good while. Khalid, being the man who knows everything and is always right, go down here, go down here, pull down here, you get away from him, trust me, trust me. Pulled us into a cul-de-sac on one-way street. We were promptly followed in by the police and somehow we got away with that one. We come back to the club, Ben Morrison strolls across the gravelly car park to the uh, clubhouse and just did the biggest face slide known to man. <laughs> <laughs> to roll back to the club. And then went home and puked all over, pulled up over his mum's cream carpet as well. So that was a good one. Numerous occasions of Ben Morrison's nakedness. Yes. Oh, I don't know, the late days getting home from the fun police and things like that. But, oh, there's loads of things, these loads of amazing memories that I'll never, ever forget. And I say this to other people, I try and tell some of these stories to people who don't play cricket or the other mates and they're like. Don't believe you that any of that has gone on. I'm not having it. <laughs> just absolutely feral.
0: Um. Well, that that does uh, that does kind of move me on uh, slightly to to a new uh, thing. I'd I'd like to try something a little different actually today.
1: I just need to pick up on something actually. Having listened to Boss's description of that game that he took part in.
0: Yes. I, I just want to make very
1: clear the, the humorous side of that game. Although, you know, boss strode to the crease. He already explained the great position in which we were in. We were really struggling. He goes to the crease as a saviour. Strolls to take guard and doesn't realise that they've already called over. So he was take, taking guard when actually not on strike. And that, to be told by the ball, mate, you're not on strike. Ross is on strike at the other end. We were all thinking. What is going on here? There's just no way we're going to win this. Oh, credit where it was due, he, uh, he took us home.
0: He did the business, um, w- which he is a big fan of. Uh, has business.
1: He's a
0: yeah. big fan of business. He is. So, as as I said, Ports, um, I, I would like to try something a little different. H- how do you feel about a, a bit of word association, more specifically about some of your teammates over the years? Oh, yeah, let's try it. Okay, fine. So I'm I'm just going to give you the players, and and you're going to give me uh you're going to give me some word association. Um, Craig Melrose, Feral. <laughs> Good, Jim Melrose, the big man, John Birchall,
1: Feral. <laughs> and I don't say Feral with ease. There's levels of feralness, and for those two, it's particularly high. In Good. fact, in fact. I'll have John Birchall as Feral, and I think Craig has to be
0: shit shithouse. Good. Okay, fine. Um, Khalid Sowers. Loose. Nick Bertus. Legend. Yes. Nick Ross. Legend. Ian Tate. Too prompt to quit. Tom Parfitt.
1: LBW. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. Pete Barron. DiBouche Otis Palms, (sighs) based at James Cross, disgusting, (laughs) horrible. Carl David Burgess,
1: no comment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Dave Bostock. How many words have we got?
1: Disgusting, feral ginger pig.
0: Very good, uh, Ports. Is there is there anything uh, any anybody else teammates or anything else you want to, you want to bring up that 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 can't wait? The apology for
1: for Tony Moore suggesting that he stole so many wickets. That is
0: truly
1: not correct. I can only apologise, Tony. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: I think. Um, knowing Tony Moore's, I think he will he will thoroughly accept that apology. However, I can tell you that nobody else at the club will. Um, and and you're an awful, awful, horrible man. Um, now, move, moving on towards our final section, ports, which is uh, the quick fire questions. Um, so hopefully, we'll get through these. Nickname: oh, Pot
1: Bonker, Ralph, Remus, the Burglar, the Silver Fox. Ports Probably there's a few in there which I can't repeat over the air.
0: Uh, We'll we'll stick with those. Uh, Left or right-handed? Right. Bat or bowl? Both. Fielding position?
1: First slip. I don't think I've ever fielded anywhere else from Macclesfield other than first slip.
0: See, I would challenge you. I don't think you've ever fielded at first slip. You normally just stand behind the Uh, keeper. uh, 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 Test or T20? (laughs) T20. Best cricketer you've played with? With or against? Both. Both. oh Barrington
1: Brown against. Played for the West Indies. And I played against Barrington when he was fresh from the West Indies. And he was in his early 20s. He'd just come over to England. And I played against him. He was playing for Aldley. I played for Nipersley. And he hit our opening batsman. It must have been 10 times. And Gareth Coates' side changed colour for the next eight weeks. Every week, a different colour. He was rapid. Um, and the volume of wickets that he's taken locally. Um, probably the best player that I've played with on the same team, I'd have to say, they'd be very close between them. it would either be Paris Mambray, who played for India, or Mr Nicholas Bertos.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, fastest bowler you've faced, I think we we're, we probably know that.
1: Uh, well, yeah, yes and no. Um, played against a few. It was um, Kerry Wormsley played for New Zealand. I played against him. He was sharp. And then Barrington I have to be up there.
0: Mm-hmm. Messiest in the dressing room?
1: There was only one. The man with the Maltesers in the shower, Mr. James Cross.
0: <laughs> Longest in the shower.
1: What we are talking about?
0: Time? I'm just asking the question, Port. It's up <laughs> to you to provide the answer. Longest in the shower. It's a dual answer.
1: Khalid Sawas
0: and, uh, no, Jordan Clark
1: and Nicholas Bertus was the shower partner
0: for the length of time. Uh, first thing on your plate at teas anything beige (laughs) we don't have beige teas anymore you can't say that drink of choice de kraken uh kraken and coke takeaway of choice Mm, pizza no yellers come on i
1: suppose (laughs) you're probably putting me right there a bag of yellows in a widow's memory
0: dance move of choice
1: non-given
0: <laughs> three dream dinner guests. Who are they?
1: oh three three: um, Shane Warne, okay, John McEnroe, mm-hmm. and it would only be Shane Warne if he was bringing his twenty thirteen partner with him. You can all look up that in your own time. Uh, and the yeah. third and final, Sofia Vergara, twenty ten.
0: Very, very specific. Um, <laughs> ports.
1: i'll let all you little boys go away and you're cranking it and have a look at
0: that <laughs> right um aims for this season if in fact we do get any cricket to play and next season to play yeah
1: um, just another year just another year possibly to play with brad on the same team
0: as brad mm-hmm. for next year ports i'd say it's been an absolute pleasure uh, well, well, it has, but um, frankly, I've, I've barely understood some of the things you've said. So uh, any any closing remarks from yourself? Oh,
1: Mackie Mackie. Mackie 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 Macklesfield.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time, Ports, and uh, we'll see you soon. Been a pleasure. Take care.